0: What's up, everybody? <laughs> <I> just st- <laughs> you picked this up since we were at
1: games.: What's global. up, everybody? It's the IGN UK podcast, and uh, do you want to do that, Tom? What's that? The WhatsApp. No. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. I am Alex, and this week I am joined by What's up, everybody? Daniel Creeper? <laughs> Hello, everyone. And More likely,
2: a up everybody. A up.
1: Tom Beyond
2: Butler.
0: Yeah. That's me. <laughs> that's your middle name.
1: So this week is going to be a bit of a different podcast because uh, we've neglected uh, our feedback for the past kind of two to three weeks. Obviously we haven't just neglected week. our feedback, we've neglected our listeners. Well, hopefully not, because they've still had the joys of p- the podcast popping into their ears every <laughs> week, right? And, and I would say anybody that heard last week's Gamescom special, Ooh, it was oh, a good one. that was magical. The ginger prince was on form. He was. He said one word. Insane. insane. What did you um, think about that
0: game? Insane. Always giving us the fingers.
1: There you go. He's he's working the knobs from from the other room. Um, But yeah, so we've had, like, oh God, it must be about three weeks' worth of feedback. So we are going to take our time and go through that. Big Uh, deep dive into the mailbag. Absolutely. But first, Daniel and I managed to get our hands on the 2DS today.
0: Yeah, so to give this a bit of a context, this isn't the Twilight Zone. This actually happened earlier this week. It was Wednesday, was it? So Nintendo announced something called the Nintendo 2DS. The latest member of the 3ds family, even though it's the 2ds. Yes, it's a 3ds designed for kids below seven. Um, doesn't have a clamshell design. Has no 3d slider, but plays 3ds games and existing DDS, DS DS yes. games. Yes, um so it's really... basically a
2: DS without the clamshell design, right? Yeah, it looks like one of those it's old consoles you used to get, where it would just be LC. The game and watch. Yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah but even they were clamshell, all... right? Yeah, a lot
0: of them were. Yeah, yeah but, but, but a lot, lot, of those, lot of those. I don't know what you mean. Like those kind of third party ones you buy on holidays to Spain. Like yeah. my mum used to buy them me at the airport to play on the plane. It you if get your hands on with That's it. That's why you like it. I do. I, I actually I do like it because yeah. when it you know it is quite funny when you first see it. I think the most ludicrous thing about it is actually the name.
1: Yeah. It and doesn't do it any favours. Call it something it, completely it different. It feels
2: like a backward step. Yeah. Did you see that American news report on, the, on it? And the woman, the news report, called it the 2Ds. Uh, oh, and it, no. was the, <laughs> it was the follow up to the 3Ds.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> my. What about 3DS for kids? Or, like, I don't know, DS for kids. I don't know. But it's something like that. That's because that's what it is. And yeah. going hands on with it, you realise this has been designed for children. It's, it's like Royal really...
1: Paris Art School available for it.
0: Oh, can you tell what it is yet? No. But yeah. Um, the first thing I'll say really, about it, It's
1: solid. And it's it's a lot than smaller than you think it's going to be. Yeah.
2: Um, it's smaller quite,
1: than a, two, a th- regular 3DS. How
2: smaller than the 3DS opened up would be. How large is it compared to a slice of toast? Depends Probably it's loaf.
1: to, I would say, like a Warburton's... Toasty. Toasty, yeah,
2: exactly. The orange, like, the, yeah, one the orange. Orange yeah. bag,
1: yeah. Although, so at one end, it's it's been poorly cut because it's thin sliced at one end and <laughs> thick on the other side. <laughs> like a MacBook Air, yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's just it's a lot like smaller, a MacBook Air, <laughs> but it's, it's balanced quite well because um, if obviously when you open up a 3ds, all of the weight is at one end, i.e., the bottom end, and then you've just got the screen there. Whereas here, it feels quite nice. It? I've got it's to admit, balanced. like
2: the one of the, I think one of the irritating things with the form of the 3DS especially the XL it's the way the top screen wobbles yeah. yeah. and I know that's that's something that like is unavoidable because it's moving the parts right and that's yeah. got to cost Nintendo a fortune to fix
0: yeah. Every yeah. year. and yeah. that is the first thing that breaks so if you're going to design it for kids you remove that yeah. immediately because that's it's, going to go in the first six months and the overall build quality it's like it's probably solid. solid isn't it that would fall downstairs and probably yeah. still work well, the, but also the flat design at the back like the slate design I can imagine the little kids like, they would sit with it on their laps Cause it's really flat at the back.
2: Um, Where does the stylus come out? Um, right the back and the side. Halfway,
0: midway. Uh, yeah. Around the back.
2: Okay.
1: So it's got pretty much everything that a regular 3DS has got, obviously apart from 3D. There are a few compromises. Um, so, like yeah, mono sound, mono sound right? unless you're listening Headphone. through headphones and then it's stereo. Um, and then the battery life is pretty much the same. Um, it's got bigger SD
0: card as standard. It's yeah, got four, gig 4 gig SD gig.
1: card like bizarrely so you get a single camera on the front but you get the dual camera on the back so you can still take stereoscopic pictures but presumably that's just to share with your mates who've got better 3DSs than you have i.e. something
2: (laughs) you'll never do yeah. Right.
1: Very.
0: I thought that was a weird.
1: Decision. Me, and Tom, me
2: and Tom are always swapping 3DS pictures on a 3DS. I board. actually think the 3DS camera is really cool. We we'll take 3D pictures. There's a website. No, that, can... that is a sentence
1: I've never heard anybody <laughs> say before in my life. There's a Tom, website, hipster, that,
2: that you can host three, the 3D pictures on, and it does like this weird like GIF where it gives you, you know oh, a yeah, GIF of yeah. the two images like flickering backward, forth, back, back so and forth. I think it's quite cool. But Tom's how many pictures of your own genitals yeah. have you taken
0: on that <laughs> Oh, <laughs> many. At least they're of his own. Yeah, exactly. Tom's it's normally not, just his other half. Tom, right? Tom's
2: such a hipster. All his wedding pictures are going to be three D animated gifts. <laughs> Penises. Oh, what? <laughs> That's a wedding. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I think obviously there was a lot of outcry when it was announced, uh, and I think, like you say, I think it's mainly because of the the name. Yeah. yeah. Right. And also, a it's lot also of people, not for. The, it's not yeah, for a lot of people reacting. It's not for them.
0: Uh, the argument or the discussion we had, this conversation video upon IGN. Yeah. And. Over the weekend, last weekend I saw it, like, um, Stu and his daughter, she really wanted to play games on his Samsung Galaxy... And he gave it to her begrudgingly in the car. Mm. But then once we got out, he was like, oh, can I have that back? Because you're going to drop it. Yeah. And I don't want you spending money or going into my email or, do- well, obviously. Yeah. Classic uh, <laughs> But was this, like Nintendo are really good. It's maybe held them back in other- against other competitors at all the kind of safety nets they've put online. Yeah. In-, in terms of creating a safe environment for kids to play online, access a store, not spend shitloads of money
2: on microtransactions. It's- they've got that. Yeah. I think the price point is great as well right £110 in the UK
1: yeah as we were saying if they can get it under 100 quid by Christmas or shortly after that is the people kind of the magic
2: point I, I know retailers are offering great tradings for DS's so I imagine a lot of people out there yeah. would probably be tempted to pick that up yeah, yeah. Um, my nephew's got a load of DS games yeah. so like to his mum all those games he can still
0: use and get like mileage out of
2: yeah, yeah my, my sister bought one for my niece uh, 3DS not long ago and it was a bit of a tough sell because she was like okay you just get a DS. I was like, well, you might as well get a 3DS. And she's like, yeah, but it's got 3D yeah. and it's a bit more expensive. But if you take that barrier away, yeah. then it becomes a really attractive proposition. How well, old uh, is your niece, was it? Oh yeah, good question. She She's just started school. So she's like five. Because
1: interestingly, obviously Nintendo have now come out and said, don't give, uh, well, don't let anything, any, anything, <laughs> anyone under seven play with 3DS. Right. Yeah. Well, they said that, yeah, they said that around the, the
0: time because... I don't know, there's, very, there's conflict in studies. and any of these yeah. studies, you don't know the long-term effects. It when does my eyes in,
2: which is why I never, ever play it with 3 Yeah, D very rarely anyway. do. Mario so. 3D Land, I think, was the well, last game sense. I played in 3D. Makes sense. Um, yeah. So two questions then, because um, I saw that they were talking about development and like how they wanted to widen the platform for other developers. Does that mean now that people are going to be able to release games for the 3DS and the 2DS that don't have a 3D element? I would have thought so. Yes. Will that be actively encouraged? Because I imagine. But, but, up to but now, what I
1: don't really—that's just a—that's just a DS game, right? Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing is, we're going full circle to where we were. I don't know, two, three
2: years ago. I mean, the processing power has got to be better. Right? I mean, we see some so. of the graphics, yeah, 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 yeah. like on something like Kid Icarus, or yeah. I can't think of other ones. But um, yeah. I mean, New Pokémon, for example, looks yeah. really good. So yeah. the, the processing power has got to be better. So people m- might start now, like. I know they have also been wooing sort of indie developers as well so yeah. also it also suddenly becomes a really viable platform yeah. for a lot of, if sort you, of if, if, if developers
0: like, right on the eShop if you can give your kid like pocket money and they can buy the games that they want, but you know it is just five pounds. Uh, that is the key card. thing. Right?
1: It's even five pounds is a lot of money compared to iOS games, etc. Yeah. You know,
0: it's, th- yeah. it's
1: rare that you'll spend that much on a game if you're shopping through the. But app how store, much so. better?
0: I still think there is worth in a premium game, like For how Nintendo much, games, incre- yeah, yes, incremental How high? much not sure. money, like compared to like a crap iOS game? But yeah. At the same time, I suppose it keeps kid amused. Plans Plans so I knew like when free. I was a kid, I used to like, enjoy playing Mario games. But I wouldn't get much further. Like when I was really young, I'd yeah. probably just do the same few levels over and over
2: again. Yeah, probably because you couldn't save it. Yeah, yeah. Um, my second question is then: it, if Nintendo is ditching 3D as a as the medium, like that it's bringing games in, then does that mean like is that another sort of bell that sort of sounds in, it, as 3D as a as an they, entertainment? They,
1: form. they don't claim that they're ditching 3D. They're just trying to broaden their existing you know, uh, fan base, which kind yes. of makes sense. But yeah. I, I still think, you know, if, if Nintendo, I'm sure, will continue to support it, it's the third parties. It's the same with everything. It's like, why would you if you don't have to?
0: Yeah. It's weird that, because like 3D is still very much got a grip on the cinema.
2: But yeah. has is that it, on that, the wane? I think that might, might also be on the way. and I think there's not enough people you, innovating with it. At the moment, it kind of feels like it's being used as a money-spinning tool rather than... Yeah, an artistic entertainment. tool. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, I think, yeah, like Gravity probably will be the next big film that will really, like, push 3D again. But uh, at the yeah. moment, I think it's a very tired sort of format. And, yeah. like, Sony's not pushing the TVs anymore, is it? No,
1: not a single mention of 3D in the whole of the like E3 press conferences, game con- Gamescom press conferences. And Next Gen, it's, like, not a whiff.
0: also be more interested in resolution, wouldn't you? I guess, high resolution. That's what you want. But that's,
1: you know, obviously that is now what another generation away. Right? That's another seven years away. Obviously, you know, there will be a level of 4K support from both PS4 and Xbox One. But uh, that's not going to be mainstream until, well, uh, you know, five, seven
0: years. Okay. I think. So the big question would you get your daughter a 2DS? <sighs> Do you know what? Would I it f- mean you, like, for the, like, you probably, would you ever consider getting a 3DS? And there's this kind of, She's still, she's still she's still a bit young, to her. be honest. Like yeah. you know,
1: the stuff that she plays on iPad is like Postman Pack games where you Spelling have to stuff well. yeah, you match up like you know two of the same things. So if there was a version like I tried to buy a uh it was an iPad alike for kids called Leappad or something like that, but it's the user interface is so retarded. Uh, which is like that is the ironic thing is that you know a premium piece of kit that costs 320 quid is actually much easier to use for kids than something that's designed for yeah. kids, which is stupid. Um, but, you know, there's a, a huge back catalogue of games already out there. And if you can pick up, you know, premium games for, you know, as you say, a fiver or something like that, you probably can. A lot of the old DS games. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, yeah. Cool. They it, it look good. I especially well, I like the, really the, white, in person. the white and red one, which is
2: available to Europe only. They should call it the Nintendo My First Console. Yeah. They shouldn't have called it the 2DS. That's the thing. It's like, yeah. You know. But they've had a real bad run with naming consoles. Oh, like, God, first of yeah. all, the Wii. Whoever then is, the Wii. whoever is, this idiot that's working
1: at Nintendo. Well, most... no, no. All, all it is so
0: is they typing it up in Japanese into babel fish, <laughs> and
2: it's just coming out as that. I saw a weird thing in uh, just to digress slightly. I saw this weird thing. on Reddit the other day. Where in China, you know, like how like in the UK, like Chinese symbols are often used for like tattoos and things yeah, like yeah, decoration. Yeah. In China, they use like the Latin alphabet as like decoration. Oh, no. So like in hotel rooms and stuff, they'll have like just let just random letters just around the edge of the room. Really, so it looks good. Like it's it's attractive to the, the wow, Chinese eye. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Does it so, sometimes spell quite? No, the one options. I saw was basically the that alphabet just repeated around the, the edge of a room. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. Oh, it looks classy, that. I well, thought it?
0: it said welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Above the blinds. So anyway, shall we, uh, shall we try and get stuck into this reader feedback? There's a lot, isn't there? There's it? a lot. I feel, like, I feel like an overworked Terry Wogan. <laughs> All right. Let's <laughs> well, uh, go first?
1: Okay, so I've got uh, an email from a podcast writer in a virgin. <laughs> I couldn't think Is of he one. a virgin? Well, know. he's a writer Tom, in A Virgin. Okay. Most of our okay. listeners are,
2: as, as, we, as we are.
1: So, well, um, Thomas Barlow, I don't know if you are a virgin or not, either way, it's his first ever podcast email, uh, and he says that we are very much biased towards PlayStation 4 rather than Xbox One. He's been f- following the ups and downs, and actually, he's going to get an Xbox One. Why are we anti-Xbox One? Are we? Well, I'm not. I think, it's, was it last week's podcast? And So this were, email was sent, to be fair, yeah. so this email was sent before then. I, I am definitely a bit of an Xbox convert after playing Titanfall yeah. and seeing some of the stuff they've got coming up.
0: I guess, you know, we are kind of neutral to begin with. And I think straight out of the gates Sony did a better job yep. of pitching their new console to a wider audience. It wasn't just us that kind of felt like that. That yep. was, we were in sync with a lot of other people. And I think that's because we had no bias with the existing consoles so we're kind of up for grabs but still i still will get both eventually also like when you
1: first see the hardware itself like when you haven't seen it in person the ps4 looks better i think but actually when you see the the xbox one it's a lot smaller than you think it's going to be it's a bit more compact connect is still hideous but um so yeah yeah i think i think we're pretty balanced yeah, I think... What are you going for, Tom?
2: Oh, I can't afford to get either because I'm getting married, I so I will wait until next year. Probably. God probably. damn your fiance! I yeah. The first, um, so should... if I was going to buy one, I'd probably buy the PlayStation just because yeah. it's more reasonably priced to start to start off with. But I think the Xbox has a. It's only
1: fifty quid difference. Yeah, it's only fifty quid difference over that's, the course game, of like five years. Though.
2: Amazon France years. has just announced it's a. Fifty quid.
1: Is it? It's eighty quid.
2: Oh yeah. That's Amazon a, France a, has just announced the a for me, no. bundle for the PS4. Yep. Which is playstation 4 killzone and two controllers for the same price as an xbox one yep yep yep. which comes obviously with fifa i'll never play fifa i'd probably play killzone yep. and two controllers i mean that's that's a, controllers a, are expensive yeah that yeah. that's a that's a
0: um, that's nothing like interesting the, i think much of a muchness unless there's a kind of a first party like um launch title that really takes mm. your fancy there's not much in it the no. thing that kind of swayed me was I really like PS Plus as a service. Yep. That means quite a bit to me because I don't want to get, four, you know, gold again. But you're not
1: going to get any, like, games on PS4 for a while, right? Well, you got Drive Club at launch.
0: Well, yeah, but, but a, a cut-down version of Drive Club. Still, you'll still get yeah. discounts, Yeah, um, which might be quite good. But also the roster of indie games. I like that the, if you like games, PlayStation seems to have that kind of spectrum of titles. Yep. Whereas Xbox also has the multimedia stuff, which appeals less to me, just because that's not how I
2: consume TV anymore. Yeah, yeah I yeah, I'd say I'd say bias is imagined on on the other side, right? It's like whatever your preference is, like yeah. you, for, you you'll read into whatever is yeah. out there. Yeah, in yeah, the media. yeah, yeah. Yeah. But within like the community within our office, we're very much agnostic in terms of platform. If a game comes out and it's good. We want to play it regardless of yeah. what platform it's on, right? So, the games, if I look back on the games I've played this last year, it will range from an iPhone game, which I've spent a shitload of time on, it will range yeah. on a 3DS game that I've played a shitload of yeah. You know what I mean? It's PS3, it's Xbox, it's, whatever it's whatever it takes. Like the I'll other play thing, it. Mainly Animal Crossing. Yeah, the other thing. <laughs> Animal Crossing. That's true, yeah. yeah.
1: The only other thing that we were talking about, like Daniel and I were talking about, is that like GTA 5. Get the version of that that everybody else is playing within your friend circle because yeah, you want to play that online. Initially,
0: I was going to get that on Xbox yeah. just because I have a slight preference for the current Xbox controller and generally online suspects. I got a mic from Xbox, but then now I found out most people are on PS3. I'm going to yeah. get it on PS3.
1: That is true, though. I don't have a mic for PS3. Well, what I thought we'd do getting... is
0: we'd do a Skype chat room or FaceTime or something. That's yeah. the plan.
2: That game is going to kick ass. So, yeah, thanks for that, Tom. Yep. Shall I go next? Yep. Um, first of all, uh, we would. Uh, when I was on last time, um, I was talking about a football game on the Game Boy, which had a glitch, which meant you could score from the halfway line. Uh, Fraser's uh, kindly written in and said it's called International Superstar Soccer, and he can remember because he spent an entire summer playing a Scotland beating Brazil without the midfielder ever touching the ball. Um, that sounds kind of boring. Yeah, but like it was doing very it addictive. An, but I can turn it for an entire summer. <laughs> it's all right. I, well, this is the game that I dreamt about because I was playing it so much as a child. But right. um, anyway, um, he was saying about current and next gen up, game upgrades, um, such as Cod, Watchdogs, Assassin's Creed. So you buy it on one, and then you can upgrade the game to the second. He says it seems like a good idea. Uh, a good idea, but won't does that mean that well, your save we safe? file will be able to move over. Um, so if you buy Assassin's Creed on PS3 and yep. then you upgrade it to the PS4, but will your save file transfer over? I know it's been confirmed that that will work on Call of Duty yep. and on Battlefield. And your seasons will carry across in FIFA. like Yeah, it
0: sounds like it's doable, I would imagine. Yeah, but yeah. it
2: sounds like it's going to be game-specific. And I don't know. They've talked about your multiplayer stats in Call of Duty, but I don't know whether it will transfer your single-player yep. save yep. file. I don't think that's been confirmed. Um... But yeah, I mean, it's something that I guess will become more apparent as we get closer but to the But in list. theory,
1: if you're an Xbox Live Gold account holder or a PS Plus holder and you've used the, the cloud saving, it should be feasible,
2: right? Yeah, but I think with Call of Duty, I know that it's you have to log into a Call of Duty account to, to be able right. to transfer it over. So it's actually right. saved as a third party. Right, right, right. Rather than something that lives within the ecosystem of the...
1: And console. I guess the only other thing is... It, is it exactly the same game on next gen and current gen? Like, I, I know that some of them are, but I don't know if it, are they exactly the same levels. Is there any difference? Because if there is a difference, then that's going to impact it, right?
2: Yeah, it seems like a lot of the PS4 launch titles or a lot of the indie games being released are just coming to PS4 just because it's a new platform, and they're not going to get anything extra for being next gen. Yeah, like all the indie games are they like yeah. uh, Octodad. Octodad. Is that, is that coming to PS3? Oh, I don't know, actually. No, Good but I, um, I'm trying to think of an example. Uh, it's uh, just Volume, a, the yeah. new game from Mike Bithell that's coming yeah. to PS3, PS4 and Vita. But
1: Isn't, So it's not going to be any higher
2: rares or anything. I don't know, this, this is my question. Yeah. See, there seems to be a lot of games that have been announced for PS4 and well, they're coming across all three PlayStation platforms. Like I are mean, danger then, as well. Yeah, I guess. Uh,
0: but I think for those kind of developers, it's such a strain to do kind of, you know... Uh, platform-specific titles. It's kind of like cinema, isn't it? You put a film out, and it'll play a variety of different cinemas. Each one having a different type of tech yeah. to display it. Yeah. Um, next bit is from Andrew Voke. This is the guy who um, was at Gamescom the other week. Who was, yes. gonna, um, but we couldn't meet up with him, and he was too busy. We were too busy. Apologise for that. Um, he. These are some of his highlights of the show. He checked out the Oculus Rift, which I tried out. Yeah. Which is weird. So I played the new game. Um, that They're developing actually in Newcastle. So it's the Oculus Rift, um, it's like E-Valkyrie, yep. where you're getting shot into space and it's kind of a space-based shooter. And the weird thing about it is, I can imagine playing it for, because th- the way that you play Oculus Rift, it's like you're going on a, an amusement at an orca- uh, uh, a theme park. So it's really cool for like five minutes, but I don't know if you'd sit there for maybe three hours of an evening doing that. Um, the next thing he really liked was the Watchdog's companion app game. He also liked something called the retro madness of stabyourself.net, particularly with one called Mario with the Portal Gun. So, the thing that he really liked was variety. With new tech on its way, I really enjoyed seeing that people are thinking outside the box still. It pleases me that the indie scene is being courted a bit more than in previous years, fresh with new ideas. That uh, Mario with the Portal Gun
2: uh, was uh, like a demo. I've downloaded it, it's mental. Is it? Yeah, you basically, it's, it's, as it sounds, it's like right. regular Mario, but you, you give him a portal gun so you can fire portals and he can jump through them and it fires him like across the screen and stuff. It's, it's quite interesting. There you go, Nintendo. There you go.
1: There you go. Uh, I've got an email from Tom Hallam. He, 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 it's actually a very, very long email, so I'm going to cut it down to one bit because he has a go at me. So he said, just listen to the Gamescom special, and I'm not angry, just really disappointed and pretty surprised. To not like the sport of MMA or UFC, as you probably know, it's fine. But your opinions on the sport seem pretty dated and ignorant. That's me. (laughs) Uh, And I honestly thought you were past describing it as sanctioned blood sport, as many a local councillor did 10 years ago. Uh, It's acknowledged as one of the most physically demanding sports there is, taking years of intensive training to learn. Myriad of elements go into it. Blah, blah, blah. Look, Right. It's my opinion, and I'm allowed that opinion. I just... I'm not saying that they don't train for years, and I'm not saying it's physically demanding. Of course it is. They kick the shit out of each other and have their faces broken. But it's just not to my taste. Anyway, he also says something like... He he, he reckons that we sound more like a Women's Institute coffee morning.
2: (laughs) We do bake a lot. Can we have cakes? And knitting? If you don't like it, don't listen. Um, Right, I've got an email here from Graham Smith, and... He is—he's uh, an Xbox gamer, but he's now considering a switch to PlayStation for next-gen consoles. Um, and he was really hoping uh, that the PS Plus deals um, would give him a chance to play some top-gen current, sorry, some top current-gen PlayStation exclusives. But he thinks he might have misunderstood how PlayStation Plus works on next-gen consoles. So his yeah. question is. Is there any way that I'll be able to play current-gen PS3 exclusives without shelling out for a PS3? I'm not sure I can justify the cost of a PS4 and a PS3 just for the sake of playing one or two games, however good they are. So unfortunately, Graham, you can't
0: for now. Mm. So right at the launch of PS4, you can get one PS Plus subscription that will tide you over for all three Sony platforms, Vita, PS3, and PS4. You'll only be able to get the current great games that are offered on PS Plus for PS3, if you, you own a PS3? PS3. Now, in the future, Sony wants to get Gaikai up and running, which is their cloud based system where you can stream past games. Now, when that's up and running, PS Plus might give you access to those games, but currently at yeah. launch,
2: unfortunately, you can't. My advice would be uh, to, one of the two options I, I see either spend your money now and buy a PS3 play the games that you want and then as soon as the new one comes in find the best trading price and put it against the PS4 obviously that might not be ideal or You'll buy a PS4 and then wait about six months because the PS3 will come down to next to nothing and then you can go back and play it's still
1: pretty cheap already but yeah
2: I mean I you can it. get the what's the 12 gig one for about yeah. 120 quid now yeah it's not a lot of money I mean it, if you're saving up for a PS4 I get it it's a third right? of the price yeah um, or you can just wait and, and play those games in the future um, so yeah that, thanks for writing in Graham yep. he's got the next one uh, I've got an email from Alan Fraser who
1: is uh, well he's, he's asking a question about Bioshock Infinite and the DLC that was mentioned Burial at Sea uh, do we feel like the fact that it's going back to Rapture rather than Columbia is an admission that the world of Columbia failed to evoke the same impact and atmosphere of Rapture seems a bit odd that they would have gone to such lengths to create Columbia and then abandon it at the first possible opportunity. I don't think that's the case. I think, uh, again, I don't know that much about it, and we probably won't until it comes out, but it, to me it feels like it's bringing everything together full circle and that it's a really bad example, but it's like the Star Wars prequels is leaking, linking the, the first part of the story and the second part of the story. Yes. Hopefully it will do a better job of... Uh, Revenge of the Sith, or what? What was that? What the third element. movie
0: was called? Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's an element of nostalgia as well. Like people yeah. really love that world. It's interesting to go back. It's the first time we should say irrational has revisited Rapture. because yeah. 2K Marin did Bioshock too. So,
1: and I'm hoping it will be slightly different from what it was like in because obviously it was Revision completely
2: for, run down. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's going to be populated properly, right? Yeah. And
0: it's set in a slightly different
2: universe. Like one of the multiple universes It's like a film noir universe. Yeah. His point about admission that the world of, of Columbia was not as good as Rapture... Is that like a. St- do people think that? Because I, I thought Columbia was like incredible. Yeah,
1: I thought it was incredible. I, I, as well, a game I, I, world. I think both of them were amazing.
2: Yeah. yeah. I think Bioshock,
1: especially, sorry, the first Bioshock, because I've never, never really seen anything well, like that.
0: Like it, Bioshock, Rapture, has accumulated in the years since it's come out yeah. so much kind of um, goodwill and uh, recognition. Yeah. It's quite hard to topple that seven months after coming out. Yeah. So we'll see you like in the long run, which is considered the more kind of fleshed out dystopia. Yeah.
2: Um, shall I go next or do you want to go next well I,
0: maybe just we get this one in quickly uh, from Rob Holliday Ben Affleck seriously we didn't get your thoughts on this last week Tom but this broke while we were at Gamescom. What? Which fucking idiot thinks he is in any way suitable for this role? Oh yeah, Zack Schneider. He goes on to say that this is a terrible, terrible choice. There's no wonder Marvel have consistently kicked DC's arse in film with decisions like this. Although the Dark Knight trilogy was pretty successful, Rob. Yeah. Um, no one did his best to keep them in the game. But with this news, I think Vanessa Feltz would be doing vocal warm-ups.
2: I don't get that. I, I don't, don't get, get that. <laughs> right, I say. Oh, um, I think <laughs> Come on, guys. slowly but surely I think it's very hard to judge someone when you haven't seen any no. of the final product so I think I reserve my judgement yeah. but um, I've calmed down a lot since I last week I just think week. you know ultimately
0: that film's going to have bigger problems than the
2: bigger problem is it's
0: Zack Snyder's directing yeah. it right? and, and, and if, if it's a bad film and not a great film Ben Affleck might be deemed a crap Batman but you can only do
2: with what you're given Ben Affleck just basically made a huge pile of money for Warner Brothers with Argo and the town, uh, so why why wouldn't they give their golden boy the shot at being their figurehead character? But, but, for, but more interesting for Warner Brothers, it makes complete sense.
1: Wouldn't it be good for him rather than being in
2: front of the camera, but to be behind it then? Yeah, well, if,
0: there's a deal. Maybe he'll do the JLA. That's a rumor,
2: right? But yeah, I mean, he could sort of oversee. I mean, he is comic. He is a comic book nerd. Like yeah. he had a Batcave in his own in his own home. So. Um, what's interesting
0: is Warner Brothers probably could have predicted this like they knew this would happen and I think it's testament to how much they believe in him that they're willing to withstand all this backlash
2: well he'd sort of come full circle in terms of like he'd won the Oscar and there was a lot of goodwill towards him but it's just it's just amazing that it's like not yeah well done Ben Affleck but not in my backyard backyard. do you know what I mean like stay away from Batman yeah yeah it's just so
0: precious of people. A lot like, of people have a lot of deep seated ownership about Batman. Yeah. Like, but there's, but there's, it's just something about him that I don't like. Okay. I think it's, is it. You're I'm not disputing get, I him. Think this there's is a, a, almost the worst it could have been, really. I haven't actually I, seen was, him in. I haven't seen the town or or Argo, so I don't know what his. Performance you know, if it was an, an unknown, run. like yeah. they probably would have got away relatively unscathed. Yeah. Also, Gone Baby Gone. I really like that film. It's a great yeah. film. Uh,
2: He's not in it, though. Directed it. He just directed it. Um, But, yeah, also, a point I made, he will be the oldest actor to ever make his debut as Batman. He'll be 41. That's crazy. When Batman versus Superman comes out. How old was Christian Bale, then? Christian Bale was, like, 36. Was he really? Yeah. yeah. Um, Michael Keaton was, like, 38. Um... George Clooney George Clooney they were all young basically they were all, they were all younger Clooney members, couldn't they, have then. been younger yeah Clooney was younger yeah. We well, you see wow. with Grey Fox isn't he Like looks yeah. it's like yeah. Philip Schofield yeah but he was dark 40 hair was he when then. he played Batman was that uh,
0: correct? Philip Schofield <laughs> <laughs> <Scarfield>, yeah uh, <laughs> Batman God needs to go for his Robin I thought it's a an <laughs> Oscar winning screenwriter. yeah so talented dude <laughs> no I know that so we I, I, I'm not disputing that I can totally understand why Rob says
2: that I can totally yeah he's got an amazing chin though that's what all you need he's got a chin dimple yeah um, so I've got an email here from Dan at Cruikshank He says uh, he'd read Kez's review of the Wonderful One Hundred and One, and then made the mistake of delving into the comments. Oof! So a lot of people were complaining that the review seemed uh, complaining about the review, saying that the the review should have got a, the game should have got a higher score because they would enjoyed the demo, and clearly it was a nine plus. And this got me thinking. There must be no other media form where people complain that a review is wrong because even though they have not endured, endured all of something, the snippet that they have seen must be representative of the entire thing. No one complains if you tell them that a film is crap that it must because it must have been brilliant because the 30 second trailer was great. Do you think this is a problem that only affects video games, and if so, why?
1: yeah because like you wouldn't review or give an album a score based off one track that you'd heard, yeah. Well,
2: we wouldn't. Some people probably would, but I just It just ah uh, don't get me started. <laughs> I think uh it's different. Well, there's probably a whole sort of thing like tropes. It only happens in video games, yeah. right? Like unboxing. Is yeah. there anything any other penny of media in the world which deals with the and opening of a box? People go nuts for it still. Yeah. Um and like reviews, like people complain about the score, but the, thing, the difference with a video game is that it's a much bigger investment. Yeah. But In terms of, if you spent 40 quid, you're basically committing 40 quid to a game. Yeah, And also course, 10, yeah. 15 hours of your life. Yeah. And so you're more likely to stick with it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I you that. almost feel personally slighted if you've bought something and someone else dislikes yeah. it. Yeah,
1: totally. And I also think that people, uh, gamers are a lot more territorial about the stuff that they're into, whether it's genres or whether it's formats, like you know, we see it all the time on you know Xbox versus PS, sorry, X versus, Xbox versus PlayStation, etc. Um, you don't really get that apart from maybe One Direction fans. Yeah. Uh, like if the enemy gave One Direction album a bad score, I'm sure you get people on there saying it would deserve more. Not that I'm likening our readers to One Direction fans, but you know <laughs> what I mean. Wait, what do you think it would make a difference if they took the review score off? Probably, but because, again, I would say that there is a percentage of people who don't read the full thing and look at why the game scored less than what they assumed. I get a
0: lot of really angry tweets after a review, and I feel that there's a lot of people who don't, don't really see what... I don't understand... Maybe they don't... I don't know what they actually want from reading a review. Mm. There's a lot of people out there that simply want a review to validate their pre-existing opinion of a game. They want it to reaffirm their worldview. And you get that a lot. You can see that in terms of, in regular life, what people read and the type of TV channels they watch. People don't like that often to be challenged. So if you're a conservative person, you'll buy the Daily Mail. You won't buy the Guardian, even though it's probably better for you, if you do, to be challenged on a daily basis by conflicting views. And those are the people who really have a problem. They can't believe they think it's really binary, it's black and white. It's yeah. either it is a seven point three or it's a seven point six and there's yeah. no room for discussion. Yeah. Which is actually when you get into the minutiae that's crazy. That's insane. Yeah.
1: But it, but it's at the same time it's like it normally is, like even if a game is scoring like eight point eight or something high like that, it's like you should have got
2: nine. It's like Possibly. Really? But every game eight point eight is a great 5, score, isn't it really, to be honest. So And yeah, I mean rest assured a lot of uh, blood, sweat, and tears, and discussion goes into yeah, exactly. a Score or in a review before these, it goes live. It's not these are not, not numbers. Just Slapping Slapping a number out of the air.
1: And I think interestingly, especially on on one four one hundred and one, is that Keza, the, her experience of that game fluctuated a lot over time. And I think the original
0: the th- score was lower. It's going to be a lot mm-hmm. lower
1: because the, the the first part of the game is. You know,
0: fundamentally kind of broken well, in places also what's um, you know like the trailer analogy is really good the demo of Wonderful 101 was actually very unrepresentative of the final experience it put yeah. you on an early level with a lot of the abilities that you only acquire very late on in the game yeah. so it's like that classic phrase vertical slice Yeah, but it kind of bluffs you into thinking that you know what the game's about and actually oh this is really easy but it's not because when you play the game it's much more frustrating than what you experienced
1: and i know that also some of the criticisms that she got were was from someone saying that well i played that level and i never had any problems there but it's like well that doesn't mean that you are absolutely right and in the same way that kez is not saying that what her experience was absolutely going to be the one that you have it's just her experience and it's down to a you know individual interpretation in the same way, when I reviewed God of War, I had a ton of people saying that, well, I got straight through the, I can't remember, I blanked it from my mind, I can't Lots remember. Of the trials of our Canadians. Thank you very much, yeah. Like a ton of people saying, you're shit. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, well, look, I got stuck there. I know a load of people got stuck there for a lot longer than I did. So, so deal with it. But that doesn't, it doesn't mean that I'm wrong. It doesn't mean that you're wrong. Did it just changed that... the difficulty of that idea? Apparently so, but That's I am why. never, ever going mm. back to playing that game all the way through to that point to just to double-check it, so... Oh, man, that was a time. So, yeah.
0: Next so, piece of feedback. Okay, this is James Veitch. Sorry if I've pronounce that incorrectly James um, he's from Edinburgh he says long time listener I was just wondering if you could live in any game world where all of its rules apply in which world would you live in case you're wondering easy. I'd live in GTA yeah. because it's really easy to get yourself out of trouble
1: well I was um, uh, I was in the car with my missus the other day and we drove along we saw like a classic car and she said oh that's nice and I went like literally without thinking I said if we were in GTA I could just get out of the car and go and have that <laughs>
2: <laughs> and wouldn't that be amazing it's like oh, that's it. nice I'm going to have that I'm going to have it I was having a Facebook conversation with a friend the other day because I was posting about GTA and he said that um, he'd played GTA for so long GTA yeah. 4 that he went out into his car and then started driving on the wrong side of the road wow like, and it was like because he was only in the <laughs> state and then the only real so it only sort of came like to realisation when he was about to pull out. Oh, Jesus, that's good. you quite... going to in the yeah.
1: Because, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, around San Andreas and I was, I was working from home and I did play that an awful lot. I, it does come into your mind about like, you know, cars pull up and you think, well, oh, let's just open the door, see yeah. what happens. I never did it. Like, I never <laughs> drove on the wrong side of the road, but yeah. GTA is probably... What a world. Like it's just, you know, I am just going to have that helicopter and fly oh, around on. and do that. That's well, I, well, the well, thing I, was... I love about GTA is that it's based in some kind of reality, but you can
2: do things it's that are true, extraordinary. Yeah. So. What about you, Tom? I would go for Animal Crossing. Um, I've a- got aperture testing labs, just so I could have a portal gun, so oh. I could fuck about with it. Because I would give anything for have a portal gun. Oh, what would you really? Do you? But not, not within. Would like, you have a lab portal? environment? Uh, you know no, what? I'd like it in the real world. You know, it would be great. Like, if imagine you... Mirror's Edge, but
0: with a portal gun. Oh, so imagine. How good would that be? Imagine a portal gun. You're on the sofa. You want to go
2: to the fridge? Boom. Yeah. Don't you have to leave. The, don't even have to leave the sofa to go to the toilet.
1: Yeah, but you, oh, have have the, you have to have the you have to have the hole there. Oh, you set
2: that up earlier, can't you? Just think about what it. But that, you've only you can...
1: got one hole, unless you want a series of holes. That you what holes open. are we talking about? <laughs> but the
0: <laughs> thing no, is, any, any surface, such mirrors
2: and yeah. you can shoot them through them. Any the
0: surface is a b day with a portal gun. Alright, that was good. Anyway, anyway, thanks, James. Uh, yeah, Daniel, uh, John. Did you one? Oh, Pokemon! because I really like little I animals. So. I like to collect them. I really <laughs> like Pokemon.
1: Do you do that in real life? I'd love a little bit. go around picking up wrens? Yeah. <laughs> okay. John from California, with his pick for Lex Luthor in Man of Steel. Any guesses? Chris Dilly. No. <laughs> because he's bald. Uh, no, go on. <laughs> Billy Zane, because he
2: is bald. Uh, he also like, that he Could you imagine <laughs> That would be the one thing That could come out That would make Man of Steel 2 Sound even worse Than it already does yeah. <laughs> <He's> uh, <saying. laughs>
1: We know that you can be charming And malicious As he was in Titanic <laughs> And he also he thinks it'd be nice To get the guy Back in the spotlight again <laughs> uh, No one ever
2: Really
0: patronising <laughs> oh, Warner Brothers It'd be really great If he could, he could do something He's just been in Pot Noodles For the last two years In his pants what has he been doing? He Doesn't went he... out of Kelly
2: Brook for a bit, didn't he? Yeah, anyway. That was ages ago. Yeah, well, the
1: fact that that is is Would you have Statham as Luther Have we not said this before? <sighs> um, anyway, Billy Zane. His birthday is on the same day
0: as mine. Plains <laughs> of fame. Mine. Steve Job. Steve Jobs as well.
2: Really? Yep. Brilliant. The Queen. Got Two face? creative You're geniuses. The queen. queen. What, Brilliant. official or real? Actual. Um, I've got a question here from Joshua Alawalia. And he says, he wants to know about Game of the Year editions. He says a lot of people he's heard recently say, I'll wait for the Game of, Year, Game of the Year edition because it comes at a cheaper price for all the DLC, blah, blah, blah. He didn't pick up Skyrim at launch, but he you can now get the Legendary Edition for like 30 quid, and you can also get the Bioshock 1 and 2 collection for 13 quid. Um, he thinks he's going to wait for the Game of the Year edition of Last of Us before he picks that up. But what do we think? I saw that B- Borderlands... T- 2 has a Game of the Year edition now. It does, yes. And that is a shit ton of content. I think with games yeah, like Yeah, you get a that, load of content
0: I think with that in stuff. in general, Game of the Year, I don't really bother with them. No. Um, but for games like Borderlands 2, then you get a huge... The quality. add-ons for Borderlands yeah.
1: are amazing. Like, like often better than the original. Like, in the same way that GTA had Battle of the Gay Tony and... Whatever, the, the Lost, Lost the Bikers. Damned. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Uh, and they were, like, genuinely good additions to the game. Same way with Borderlands. Who knows about... Last of Us. I'm not really bothered about the kind of multiplayer stuff that they're sort of talking about, but certainly the other stuff that's coming further
2: down is the line there not only, interesting. Isn't there just one piece of story DLC coming? I'm not, I'm not right in thinking. Uh, I believe so. I'm only aware of one. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, the problem is, is, is it's always like the old game is old sort of thing, isn't it? I don't mm. know whether... There's L- always something else that I could pick up. I would um, say about Last of Us as well, though, is that you shouldn't be thinking about the DLC. You
0: should just play it as it is because it's brilliant. Because it is, so, an, yeah. it is yeah. an entire piece of work yeah. in itself. Yeah, yeah. Well, They're good for Christmas, I think, as yeah. well, the year editions.
2: And he also wants clarification on next-gen game pricing in the UK. He says that apparently they've been confirming the US as $60, uh, same as last-gen. Um, he thought prices would be the same but it said the confirmed prices would be £55 pounds. that's insane 15 quid increases it always comes down to RRP in the UK yeah and well they're not allowed to set it no, they're not allowed to set it no. for trading. Right. So, but it's, I would so it's say purely down to retail. It's going to be 40 quid, right? Um, for next doing it, I, I think it depends on doing the doing a skinny up. on um,
0: Amazon right now. So Call of Duty 44. is it, There's a range. Watchdogs 47, Battlefield yeah. 42.
1: I, I think it's going to be between 40 and 50 quid. I think over with the time. Like some premium games. I think once
0: maybe current gen After a year or two, you're going to get similar price.
1: Remember how expensive Blu-ray was when that came out? Yeah, it was crazy.
2: Still, it's still expensive, I think. Especially for For some of the
1: 3D ones. Like when I got my telly, I bought one 3D one. I was looking HMV. H&V. it? What was it? Workout. Uh, It was Tangled 3D. (sighs) But if I bought it, wanted to buy it in HMV, thirty-five (laughs) pounds, which is high. That's ridiculous. (laughs) So I bought it on Amazon for like eighteen quid. So it's just crazy. 35 quid I can't think of any Some movie typically
2: raising H&B is still like 22
0: quid yeah mm-hmm. madness so um, this is Beth Richards other um, writing with a concern about FIFA 14 sorry to go that was a very meaningful it signed, signed Nathan so Nathan, so I'm just confused. Um, anyway, I write with the concern I have with FIFA 14 on PlayStation 4. Yep. After watching a Gamescom live demo of FIFA 14, the demonstrator said that pro player intelligence and other features such as anticipation of incoming tackles were only on Xbox One. Mm. What? Surely this cannot be true. Um, you, you saw FIFA more closely. There's features on Xbox One that aren't on I FIFA I haven't actually played current gen Play FIFA 14. So, no, but the difference that Nathan's talking about here is the difference between PS4 and Xbox One. So, like the next gen editions. Oh, I see. So, not between current. No, I've not heard that. The only difference that we're aware of is things like um, Legends Legends. in Ultimate Team. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's not true. So, I think what might have happened is the person demoing probably misspoke and meant current gen. gen Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. don't be
1: that concerned, Nathan. Sorry, uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm 99.9% sure that's not yeah. the case. Uh, I've got uh, one last email here, which is from uh, Sam writing from Auckland in New Zealand, Ooh. who firstly wanted to say, I uh, love the interview with Nick Pope. I thought it was absolutely fascinating. He's He's he was Darla the UFO dude, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and then he also, so this is a topic which I think we've got quite a few emails about. It says... Uh, oh no actually this one's slightly different this is not about your most iconic film moment his for the record is the T-Rex bit in Jurassic Park I love taste um, what movies about aliens are your favourites <laughs> um, alien who's edition 9 in aliens <laughs> uh,
2: movies about aliens oh well, it's good aliens i tell you what one of my favourites it's a bit of a underrated gem I think it's because sorry underappreciated gem and I think it's maybe because it's a Michael Crichton book
0: but Sphere Oh, I've never seen Sphere. I know what you mean. It's um, Dustin Hoffman,
2: Sharon Stone. Yeah, maybe Samuel L. Jackson, Jackson as well. Yeah, it's set at the bottom of the ocean. And these sort of deep sea divers find a sphere, this like metal sphere, and they bring yeah. it inside their sub. Or their, in fact, they live in an underwater base. Yeah. And this sphere, like they bring it in, and it turns out it's like this alien spaceship thing, and it starts doing all this crazy shit. And then that it like attracts animals to the thing. It's really, really cool. Really underappreciated. Mm. And also, um, what's the one in space? Event Horizon.
0: <laughs> what's the in <whole laughs> space? I was actually thinking of the Horizon* because there's no alien per se, but that is one of the best space-based horror movies. Have you horror. ever seen it? No, it, it's got.
2: It, they basically open up a gateway to hell. Dead right. space is massively,
0: massively. What, what's the space,
2: space movie
1: with George Clooney in it? It's just Solaris. Just kind of, Solaris. P- Solaris Oh yeah. god, remake. I found that really boring.
2: The remake of an even mm. more boring film. Right,
1: I, lo- Loads of people were going on about how great it was, and I watched it on a plane, and I don't think I think I fell asleep. Critters this is the, a great crisis. <laughs>
0: um, so, Alien or Aliens or any more for any more from the aliens? I'd Gun go Aliens. You go there's, for Aliens? Yeah. I, I think Alien Is, is aged better. Aliens is still great, guns. but Aliens is long. He's got the guns. He's got, the guns. Um, He's got the guns, man. He's I think got
2: the, the, guns. the film that's the, that's made me most scared of an alien invasion uh, is. It's, it's this, you're gonna laugh at this. Signs. <laughs> right. was, I thought the, science was really effective when I saw at the cinema I yeah. really liked science I think it really demonstrates like the paranoia and the fear of aliens yeah. like better it, than any other movie
0: it's one of those great movies where it's really kind of um, geography bound like it's just that house for, for pretty much most of the movie yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. sense of claustrophobia like you're being attacked
1: yeah I wanted War of the Worlds to be so good
0: and it was oh, so wow. rubbish oh,
2: yeah. yeah what well, else I, is it Close uh, Encounters. Yeah, Close Encounters, I think, is the daddy of alien, yeah. like, invasion sort of films. That would be my... And um, she's not included, so them too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Cocoon. Re- Coco- oh. Cocoon l- is a great movie. What's your favourite movie about OAPs? <laughs> Finding a spring in the step. Cocoon 2, not okay. quite the same. It's not, is it? Which one has hell- Is Courtney Cox in one of them?
1: Oh, I don't know. Anyway, batteries not included is not very good. Not it's not. So it's always on repeat. as well. it's, it's always. On. On. But the hell,
0: basically pensioners in Brooklyn rebuild really a floor more
2: Floor moist I know. A. That's why I not, remember first. Of all. It's not like blooming <laughs> short circuit, which is good. The remaking short circuit. Short circuit two, I seem to remember being ever so slightly was that citizens on patrol <laughs> short circuit 2 ever being ever slightly racist there's a man he's like it's a white Indian guy man. who plays like an uh, Indian man and he does like a whole like wow very Indians odd do. accent. like action. a poo <laughs> very, strange, very strange action oh she's a um, and talking of sorry thought, just one last thing <laughs> talking of um, very dubious films like when you watch them back Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. I watched this the other day. Yeah. This is a very, very homophobic film. Is it? It's a very homophobic, uh, transgender like yeah. hating film. Oh, yeah, oh, because right. the villain. Yeah. And there's this, yeah, this is, spoiler alert, there's this scene where Ace Ventura realizes he's kissed a man by accident and he basically like scrubs his body with bleach because he's kissed a man by accident. It is very, very odd. Wow. Ah, really? there you go. On that, note Any that's more, what, failure for any more an alien film? <laughs>
1: Is that it for feedback? Are we all done? I
0: think yeah. we've got a lot more, but we're going to save it. For we'll save it for,
1: for next week's podcast. Uh, and hopefully, because Daniel and I have d- done something very exciting this week, but we're not allowed to talk about it. But hopefully we can talk about it next week. And it was, I promise you it's worth tuning in for because we've well, got the most exciting
0: things I've seen.
2: Uh, can I talk about something else that's exciting next week Uh, on next Friday the 6th of September we're holding a WWE 2K14 hands-on event in our office the first time in the UK that anyone will be able to get their hands on the game and it's happening only at our offices nice if you're interested just search on uh, IGN for WWE 2K14 hands-on event Uh, you'll find Details on how to uh, enter your details. Uh, details enter, on how to enter your details. Details on how to enter for your chance to win a pair of tickets. Perfect. Uh, so that's good. happening. Um, and then also just to tease it, we're going to have another big uh, community event in our office coming up very soon in a couple of weeks. A very um, exciting one. That that's going to be big. That is going to be massive. Yeah. Uh, and may involve something podcasting. Yeah. So again,
1: stay tuned. More details to come very soon. Yeah. Uh, that's it for this week's podcast. Thank you again for listening. Again, please, someone tell me how to get the latest reviews on the iTunes app, on the, the podcast app, because it all it ever does is displays the kind of, I don't know how, what the algorithm is, but I can't find most recent reviews. So if anyone's left us recent reviews, I can't see them, and that makes me sad. Uh, send your feedback to... IGN... Oh, it's changed. What is it, Tom? IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. Of course, Twitter, Facebook slash IGN UK. Uh, That's it till next week. Until then, bye. Bye. Bye, everyone.